this time, where are we in the hype cycle of AI and indeed with the hype cycle of hype cycles? Since the launch of the chatty AI chat GTP, there's been a storm of attempts to claim new territories for chatty AIs, not to mention AIs that are good at drawing, doing journalism and even making music with the help of some human prompting. But is the sheer number of these claims really the interesting part of the story? According to our tech soothsayer Ashling Kelleher, some answers might come in the form of business advice provided in a regularly published graph called the Gartner Hype Cycle for Emerging Technologies, which some have called the hero's journey of new technologies, as Ashlyn Kelleher explained. There is a good visual shorthand in some ways for thinking about the introduction of emerging technologies and how people talk about them and how they actually come to fruition. And so that's with the uh, Gartner hype cycles. So Gartner is a, a research analysis and consultancy company. It's huge and it's been around for since like 1979 or so. So starting in the mid 90s, they started producing one particular methodology that the public really jumped onto. So this idea of a hype cycle. So what they were really looking at is emergent technologies. Not, you know, in the 90s, this could be that we're going to use tidal power or cold fusion or the idea of, you know, personal computers that are networked. You know, this is all kind of pre the big take growth in, in cell phones. So they were coming out with these ideas to help companies, particularly, develop new strategies to think about where they're going to put their research and development money and to think about the different types of um, customers that they may be interested in engaging with new technologies. So this cycle essentially is a combination of two equations. One which is about expectations, so very human-centered kind of idea of like, what are people's expectations? What are they talking about? What is their social contagion about it or public enthusiasm? And then there's a second equation, which is a more typical S-curve. So it's an S-curve of like how a technology matures, how something kind of develops within within an industrial framework. So what Gartner does is basically mash those together in a kind of a little bit of an opaque way and uses some very beautiful labeling naming approaches so we start out with probably what we're at right now with all this ai hype and i think uh, it does dawn on me that maybe it's the ai that is just generate the ai says to itself generate hype and so it's generating all these press releases and it just can't stop now it's got into this like hyping it up even more it seems beyond human capability to be generating as many words uh, about how great ai is and how important it is at the moment so i think you might be onto something yeah but i think what we have on the gartner hype cycle is it begins right this is the wonderful place where the x and the y axis begin with the idea of what they call an innovation trigger so this is where where does this thing come from all of a sudden we're talking about cloud computing or digital twins or the metaverse if that's your thing um, and then as it, people get very, very excited about it and I begin to talk about it a lot and begin to maybe then, you know, in their wild enthusiasm, begin to think it's to, potentially could do things that it, this technology might not be able to do at all. And that becomes the peak of inflated uh, expectations. So what you get in this graph essentially is this big bell curve and up at the top. And my favorite part after that, after we've reached the peak, is this very quick drop off into the trough 
of disillusionment. And this is where technology dreams go to die. So I think for all those of us who might be interested in seeing metaverse beginning to ram itself up the S curve, we also have to think of Second Life and Tumblr and all these things that we don't use anymore. And then anyway, after the trough of disillusionment comes the slope of enlightenment. When people go, oh, hold on, maybe we were onto something good there. We should invest back in that again and develop it. And then it gets widely adopted and becomes the plateau of productivity. these are these five innovation stages that Gartner likes to come out with a, a new one every year in looking at emerging trends. I mean, are they describing what's actually happening or are they predicting? Are they just telling us where all these technologies are in their particular hype cycle or are they telling us what's going to happen? As I said before, it's a little opaque because in analysis has been done, for example, Larry Leifer, who's a professor emeritus from Stanford in mechanical engineering and a real kind of person at the forefront of design thinking and design research strategy. He started with some colleagues taking a bit of a deeper look, both mathematically and empirically, as like how these Gartner hype cycles were were deduced and why they were talked about and they seem to be extremely influential within you know kind of the industrial uh, world of companies and development and also where governments are going to invest in uh, and support and especially in this era now of venture capital venture capitalists and investment companies these types of kind of like this is where you should kind of hedge your bets ideas coming out can be extremely influential in whether or not a technology uh, takes off or not and so in one way he was looking at this idea of the kind of the addition of these two equations together because again this is you know proprietary to to Gartner they're not necessarily going to share their databases or how they actually how their analysts derive this research and, and push it together to develop these kind of forecasts that it doesn't seem to be particularly mathematical or something that could be recreated or the idea that it's hard to look back over previous years so-called cycles and see how it is that certain technologies or even whole industries move up and down the, the you know either the S plane or the kind of the large bell curve of human expectations how those things are measured whether it's quantifiable in any way is is, is challenging and the idea of how things appear and whether or not technologies, you know, bifurcate or technologies become multiple entities. There's not, I guess, a a solid consistency to this. So I think that's where the idea of predicting where technology can go, whether it would be you know, better to do it through a kind of a narrative or to some sense of historical analysis even, um, that there's some value to that. But the excitement over seeing these these graphs every year and they're like kind of fun to look at and to see where things are and what things have disappeared and also what the potential, you know, lifeline of this is like there's you know facebook or meta is betting everything on the metaverse but according to last year's hype cycle for 2022 that's still a good 10 years out in terms of how we're currently receiving ai when i look at the the gartner hype cycle i see that either side of the peak you've got um mass media hype begins and then after the peak negative press begins feels like we're having both at exactly the same time yeah, and I think that's quite natural. There is this idea of public enthusiasm. You have these early adopters. And then there's a kind of a natural human tendency to, you know, the same way that people talk about, oh, God, hipsters, or, oh, that's so woke, that there is also this idea of cultural resistance to something coming out that seems just too cool or too trendy, and people 
just don't want it. You know, there's this kind of feeling like, oh, I just wanted to be back back in the days when life was simpler. You know, and we weren't so we weren't able to contact people so much. And we only knew a hundred people within the range of as far as our horse could bring us. You know, so if one had a horse. I think there is that 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 is a very natural reaction. Ashling Kelleher there, divining the state of things in state of things divining. A human wrote that.